Glory to Jesus Christ. Glory In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Now, I called you guys up here because you're going to help me preach this morning, okay? Yay. Yay. Good. You've never helped. So, what happened yesterday? Not what did you eat, but what happened yesterday? Yes. We, yes, we initiated 13 catechumens of the Orthodox Church at the baptism and chrismation. Yes. What was the feast day yesterday? You're brand new. You should know. <laughs> what was it yesterday? Lazarus. Lazarus Saturday? Yeah. yeah. What happened on Lazarus Saturday? Jesus raised Lazarus from the dead. What happened at first? When Jesus heard the news that Lazarus was sick, what happened? Say what? I don't understand what? <laughs> On to the next one. <laughs> Joseph. He stayed two days. And his disciples were confused. And then he said that Lazarus was asleep. And what did our Lord mean when he said that Lazarus was asleep? He, was he died. He had died. And so he took his disciples. And what does he call Lazarus? He says, our friend is asleep. Right? Our Lord had friends. Sometimes we think of God as maybe distant or we see him and encounter him in an icon. We go to church and we hear all these songs. But he is the friend of each and every one of us. He had friendships with Lazarus. He had friendships with Mary and Martha. Who are Mary and Martha in the story? His sisters. His sisters. So when Jesus arrived on the scene where Lazarus had died, who did he first encounter? Do you remember? Martha. Okay, I'm going to have to call on people next, okay? Martha. What does Martha and Mary later, because Martha goes and tells Mary, what do they first say to our Lord? Somebody who hasn't raised their hand. He did, they didn't say wait, no. <laughs> That's right. They said to Jesus, if you hadn't been here, if you had been here, our brother would not have died. And Mary, when she encounters our Lord, she is weeping. She's crying. Have you ever had a deep cry? I know that you all are familiar with tears. Are you familiar with that where you're really, really upset and your whole body is kind of shaking from weeping, from crying? That's what our Lord encountered in Mary, the sister of Lazarus. What was our Lord's response? How did Jesus respond? Anyone back here know how Jesus responded? Yes. You haven't really thought about it. <laughs> this is why you all are coming up here. You're helping me. Yes. He wept. Have you ever thought about God weeping? 
our Lord, because he had lost his friend and he encounters his sister's tears, he weeps. Because our Lord loves each and every one of us. So when he encounters our tears, he himself weeps. This morning, well, I I just skipped a major part of the story, didn't I? I want to move ahead too quickly. What does our Lord go and do? What what happened yesterday? We say Lazarus. What did Jesus do to Lazarus? He raised him from the dead. Remember? He said, Lazarus, come forth. And Lazarus came out, wrapped up, looking kind of like a mummy, right? You've maybe seen an image from Egypt where they're all wrapped up. And Lazarus came forth alive from the tomb. And this morning in the gospel, what, where, what is Lazarus doing? He's come out of the tomb. What does he need? He died on the cross. No, Lazarus didn't die on the cross. <laughs> that was a nice guess, but no. What? He died in a tomb. He was in a tomb. Lazarus was in a tomb. When he came out of the tomb, what happened this morning? We just read it in the gospel. <laughs> He had all his grave clothes on. He had to get unwrapped. He sat down to eat something. Because you're going to get hungry if you've been dead for four days, right? You need to eat something. So Jesus is in Bethany where he raised Lazarus from the dead. He's sitting at supper and you have Martha who is serving. This sounds familiar like we've been here before. And what does Mary do? Mary comes. She's still all of that weeping. Now we have Mary in her thankfulness. She takes really expensive, really expensive, let's say cologne, right? Something that you would put a little bit on and she pours it all over our Lord's feet. And she uses her hair to clean his feet. Who reacts to that? Let's have some. Yes. Judas. Judas. What does Judas see? He's a nice business manager, right? <laughs> what? He said that, that why did she do that? They could have gave it to the poor. That's right. Judas, they could have sold that, right? Judas is looking very pious, very concerned, very in charge of things, responsible. And he thinks, what a waste. We could have sold that and gotten the money. But what does the gospel tell us? Yes, Ellie. Um, he really That's right. Did you guys hear that? Judas yeah. stole from. So what he was really thinking was like, we, I could have got a piece of that. I could have got a percentage of that. So who else is there present? Who else co- has come to see Lazarus risen from the dead? No. Yes. There was a great multitude there. And they were there to see Jesus, right? Because everyone at this point had heard of Jesus. But now they had heard an incredible thing. Not only had our Lord fed many people, he had healed many people's sicknesses, 
But what has our Lord done now? He's raised his friend Lazarus from the dead. And we know there's many witnesses to this. So the, the word spread fast. It maybe took about 24 hours instead of 30 seconds because nobody had Instagram or anything like that back then, right? But everyone's come to see. But you have somebody else. So you have Judas who is greedy. But who else is there who's not very happy about what has happened? Judas. It's Judas. And then there's another group of people. Pharisees. Pharisees, boo. <laughs> we have a... <laughs> The chief priest is what the text tells us, right? The chief priest, what does the text say? The chief priest plotted to put Lazarus to death also. He'd just been dead. They want him dead again. Why do they want to kill Lazarus? Yes. Hold on. That's right. So Atlana tells us that because... Of Lazarus, many had believed that Jesus Christ was the Messiah. So what was going on with the chief priests? Why would they be upset about that? Shouldn't they be happy about that? The Messiah has come. Yes, June. Because they don't want to know the truth. I think that is partly it. What do you, let's, think, let's think about this. The chief priests... Judas wants money. The chief priests, they're in charge. They're in command, right? What are they worried about losing? Your money. Money? Some... Hold on, hold on. They're going to lose their power, just if you said position. So we have Judas in this gospel. We have Judas, who's concerned about money and himself. We have the chief priest. Who are they concerned about? themselves and the power and the position that they have and our lord the next day he goes and he's to enter into jerusalem and what does he ride into jerusalem on a donkey a young donkey right so i have a question that might seem crazy if you could have any if you could drive let's and you could have any car that you wanted let your mind go here. You have unlimited resources. What kind of car would you want to get? I have one car. I want to ride a horse. You want to ride a horse? <laughs> Excellent. Svetlana, what kind of car would you want? A light blue minivan. I like it. <laughs> Practical family. Yes. A Ford F-150. Where's the Lamborghinis and the Porsches here? Yes, Mark. <laughs> or maybe a Tesla. So, yes. Yes, Lamborghini. A horse-sized dog. So, what does Jesus ride in on? If Jesus was riding in, hold on. If Jesus is riding in in a car, what kind of car would he be riding in in? An orthodox car. I like that one. <laughs> what kind of car? He, oh, okay. I opened the door. Okay. <laughs> he would have driven in probably a little two-door car, right? 
So my point, the world, when you imagine a really nice car, most of us, maybe I should have asked the adults that question, right? <laughs> we think of the fastest, the coolest, the most powerful, like symbolic car that we can imagine, right? If we had any means. But our Lord, he chooses to ride on a donkey because in that time, kings, when they rode into town, they rode in on horses, not just any horse, but the best, the strongest horse possible, right? Because when a king comes into a city, especially when they own it or they've just conquered it, what are they going to ride into town on? The best horse they can, right? Because what do they want to exude? What do they want everyone to know? They're the best. They're the most powerful. They are the ones that everyone should pay attention to. But what does our Lord do? He rides on a donkey. That's a peasant, right? That's a, a, someone who doesn't have money. This is not that great of transportation, okay? What do the crowds cry out? Yes. So I want you, we're going to practice a little bit because after, in, towards the end of this liturgy, we're going to be doing a procession and I want you guys to participate in this procession. The banners, this is also a word to those who are holding banners and crosses, right? The banners are going to come out here. The cross is going to go in front and then we're going to have those who are holding candles and then I want the kids to follow after them as we go out the door, okay? We're going to do it quietly, right? And we're at, this is at the end of the liturgy. Don't worry, you'll see it, the banners, these big red things, right? And when we go around the church, you can shout out Hosanna. And then when we come back inside, you're going to come right here, and we're going to say Hosanna. Say Hosanna. Hosanna. Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. That was really weak, guys. I know you can be a lot louder. You were just louder a few moments ago. So let's do it one more time. Hosanna! Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. We are welcoming Christ as he enters into Holy Week, right? Because the chief priests, Judas and the chief priests are going to figure throughout Holy Week. They wanted to kill Lazarus, but who are they going to kill this week? Jesus. So... This is a day of rejoicing as we hear in the epistle because our king has come, right? Our Lord, God has come and he tells us and all of the children that have come before him and all of the crowd, they are crying out. They are rejoicing because it is the conquering king who's come, not on a giant horse, but on a donkey. Because how is our Lord going to conquer and who is he going to conquer yes he's going to conquer the devil death and how is he going to do that is he going to beat them up is he going to take a sword is he going to get gather a gigantic army how is our lord going to win what avantia what'd you say you said it right you didn't say anything i saw your lips move He's going to die. And he's going to die on a cross. For you. Just as he died for me. 
for Lazarus, for Mary, and Martha. So let us continue this week, as this is a week where we are going to travel with him. Let us do it with joy in our hearts, because we know the end of the story, right? As much as we know the suffering that our Lord suffered, we know what comes, right? Let's do it one last time, and then we're going to do it again as we go around in the procession of the church, okay? Hosanna! Hosanna! Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit.